about podcast. We're talking about itty bitty podcast. A podcast. Oh, that was terrifying. Merry Mini Monday, Chunky Sam Carter. I'm Doge. We forgot to put on the auto tune. Oh That's no! Not, I'm sorry, guys. We forgot to put it on. Now they're gonna hear what you really sound. I'm Jordan, no. and I just wanted everybody to know what it would be like if we weren't insane musicians. Mm. Yeah, mm. be glad that it's not always like That's that. That's what you. If we weren't. You could just listen to a podcast that sounded like that. If we weren't just like world's world class tier, world class tier. You know, if these cats, if these cats weren't, weren't. Meowing. Laying down the tracks, you know? Can you imagine? If this, kid, if this cat don't meow, that's what you hear. Dude, I love Gandhi. Quotes. Um, <laughs> Jordan, you had mentioned insanity a little bit earlier. And we'll uh-huh. talk about a different kind of insanity that we all like to share this time each year. But first, let's talk about… I, do, I didn't intend to do much news today, but I would say in our world, big news broke was released. We did get it. Did y'all see the five-minute deleted scene from The Batman? But of course I did. I have not watched it yet. Okay. So, we won't talk too much about it because we don't want to spoil anything, but we did get some more time. Jordan, let's have this be a conversation between us. Mm. How did you feel about it? Good. That's as spoiler-free as I feel like I can get. I felt really good about yeah, it. I yeah, think I, felt, I felt really good about it too. Doge, I, I think, think you would feel good about it. it. I have a question for you guys though. Okay. And to, to answer this question, we might have to travel back in time to 2005 to Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. In that movie, there is a deleted scene of the Jedi Master Shakti being killed by General Grievous on board his ship. Watched it, loved it. It was great. Couldn't understand why they cut it. However, not canon. Because years and years later, we saw Shakti uh, in The Force Unleashed, which... Was canon at the time, but also not canon now. All that to say, deleted scenes are not usually canon to the film they are deleted from. The canon usually begins and ends the theatrical cut, unless it's released as part of an extended cut, like the Lord of the Rings. Are people getting excited about this Joker clip, only to realize this isn't canon? Or are we going to have to reintroduce this, like play this whole thing in the Batman 2? No, no, no. I think this is canon. I also Personally. think it's canon. It feels like they released it with every intention of people seeing it. That yeah, seems I think so strange a, to me. Why not it, put it in your movie? It does seem well, so strange. Well, I have a theory. I have a technical theory. Because with the actual length of that clip, it would have been literally over three hours long. Um, the whole movie. And I think there's something about that window that theatrical releases want to be in. Like I wonder I if there's data on like the, what makes money. The only place where I'm struggling to understand all of this is like there's definitely five minutes throughout the rest of the movie that could have been trimmed to make room for this. I mean, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I guess I just have a a weird hang up with it mentally of like, this is great, but this is not really part of the movie. It's something you filmed and then cut because somewhere along the way we said the movie doesn't need this. Yeah, I would say Barry Keegan should be the most upset. <laughs> yes. <laughs> about it. Because he did some great work. And I think if anything, I mean, it, I, we're, we're not going to have to convince you, Doge, to watch that. I know you're No, I absolutely will watch it. And I'm going to watch it on Matt Reeves' personal Vimeo account because the YouTube compression 
is terrible. Matt Reeves uploads everything from the Batman onto his oh, personal. That's good to know. He uploads everything from the Batman onto his personal Vimeo account because Vimeo is able to encode and then re-encode whenever you stream video at a much, much higher fidelity than YouTube is. Well, there it is. Doge, make sure and watch that. Those of you that haven't watched yeah. it and saw the Batman, go see that clip. Check it out on Old Matt's. Old Matt, isn't that isn't that his tag for Vimeo? Old I think Matt's so, Vimeo. Yeah. I watched it on my Keurig, and it had great picture. If you go to Vimeo, it's Old Matt's Crispy Vids. That's just delirious. Whoa. Look out for the segue. Whoa. Hey, Chunkies, uh, (laughs) around this time every year, we get to do something very fun, uh, very extensive. This is going to be something that we do for the next five weeks or so. And we're going to play Spring Delirium. This is a synonymous title of something else that's going on around this time that we I don't even think we can actually say, but we don't need to because we found something better. Spring Delirium this year is 64 champions that have come into the arena to go head-to-head to ultimately find who is the greatest video game character of all time. And... Uh, Honestly, it's such an easy question to answer. I'm (laughs) really not worried about us. Not even worried about us. Uh, Before we dive in, I want to do a few parameters here. I put this list together. I looked at several lists of uh, kind of what I had said, like who are the greatest video game characters of all time. I also looked at um, Metacritic, which is formerly Game Rankings, Metacritic Bot Game Rankings, uh, which is a pretty extensive, collective, kind of averaged out rating four video games and looked at the highest rated ones, wanted to make sure that I have characters from some that are most successful, some that are fan favorites. I added a few of my own that I thought were just silly and fun in the two chunks way. Now, I'll tell you, some of the ones that I did not add were like Batman. I thought about having Batman in this Mm. list, but we've kind of had maybe our fill of Batman over the last two months, and it felt, I don't know, uh, we can. You could have had Max Goof from Disney's Extremely Goofy Skateboarding. Right? Like we could have had a lot of Disney characters from like Kingdom Hearts and things like that, but just chose not to do that. And and if you have any issue, the reason I kind of bring up this disclaimer is because regardless, there's going to be somebody that reaches out either via our Instagram or our Discord and says, "Where's blank 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 from Blank Show?" And I just maybe I didn't think of them or they didn't make it. All I have to say is I th- I welcome your uh, no, feedback. I think, I mean, there, I think that's fine. Including I, Batman, I think there are 65 total video game characters. And so we got the other 64 in we here. We got at least, yeah. I, like I said, I'm them. not worried about it. I think we're going to pretty easily say this is the best video game character of all time and nobody will be upset about it. That yeah. seems easy. How yeah. did it you decide easy. who is the left side of the bracket and who is the right side of the bracket? How did I left, decide? The left-handed mm-hmm. ones. The left-handed ones. It was a long process. As I was looking through this, I was kind of, putting them in buckets in terms of these characters feel similar to me, uh, both in popularity and just kind of where they're coming from. I had some that were like teams, those that are are two-parters, like the, we we won't see it on this half, but like Ratchet and Clank and Banjo-Kazooie. It's like all the, we have these things that we're, we're like putting those together. And then even within those little pockets of like four and six and two, I would rank them and try and make sure that we didn't have just a bunch of sports video game characters on this side, a bunch of Mario characters on this side. That was for the point of like splitting them across and making sure that yeah. both sides were were pretty strong there. Fair enough. These are great matchups. Yeah, these are great matchups. And so I had asked these boys um, 
ultimately, like, do they think they were going to approach this in terms of a, is this a fight to the death? Or are you just doing it? Like, what is y'all's method here in terms of deciding these matchups? And again, there's 64 characters that we've introduced. And that means there's 32 uh, matchups here to start. We're only going to do 16 of them today, half of the half of the bracket. What What brought you to looking at each of these matchups individually. There's a couple of these where I wish we had said fight to the death because it would have been hysterical. <laughs> like especially the first one I might be talking about. Yes. Or even the second one you might be talking about would be very funny yes. as well. <laughs> um, but I, I just think a more a much more interesting conversation is like merit both historical and interest and just do we like them Le- gives much a much wider funnel for discussion than just like would Captain Falcon kill Peyton Manning? Yeah. A- and actually yes. And yes. the answer is yes. By the way, yes he would. Absolutely he would. Uh see, I kind of went I tried to embody so I actually went through this list twice and I made my picks two times and the first time I found myself naturally falling into a fight to the death mentality. And I think it's because I was picturing each of these characters in a Smash Bros type of environment and trying to think of like, okay, what's their ranged attack? What's their up special? What's their down special? All of that stuff. Because a lot of these folks have been in Smash Bros. And but, I'll say too, in in creating my bracket, I did not, I very intentionally did not want this to be a Smash Brothers right. only. Because we already have that, right? Like that's Yeah, that exists. We don't want to do that. That's not Spring Delirium. So so I kind of mentally, the second time I went through the list, had to go back to the pre-Zoom days when we would have no parameters. And Carter would say, "On, well, I'm going to count you down from three and you have to choose uh, between Bing Bong and Flick, three, two, one. And we just had to say <laughs> something. Yeah. So... That was your reasoning. That, that you was my reasoning. You did I a just a mix of both. of both. It's a little bit of both. It's just whatever, whoever was speaking to me from that particular matchup. I that think moment. that for, I love it. for almost every choice I made, I have like a legitimate reason I made that choice. I do too. Yeah, I, I, know I wrote, too. I got, I wrote I out some. a reason for Carter, yep. for everybody. And I'm looking forward to walking through these. What will happen is if these boys agree on the same winner, that winner just simply moves on to the bracket. We'll spend a little bit of time possibly talking about as to why that was unanimous. Uh, but then if they're different, they each get to kind of plead their case and I become the tiebreaker there. Now, ultimately, Chunkies, you will have power. I haven't decided just yet, but it, at least by the Sweet 16, the Chunkies will begin to choose some of these matchups, I do believe. Um, Sweet 16, maybe even the Elite Eight, but we want to do most of the work here at the front because that's just a very long Instagram story and can be <laughs> intimidating if we were going through every single one of these. Uh, before we do, though, Let's do some ads. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now that we're rich, let's talk about video games. Now that we're rich, let's talk about video games. Guys, I'll tell you, almost half of our first 16 matchups, y'all are going to have to uh, vouch for your champion. Oh, I know. Which is always it. really fun, which okay. makes me feel better about the bracket. Okay. Now, our first matchup uh, has two gentlemen that are very similar, have, <laughs> have shared similar careers uh-huh. at one point in their uh-huh. lives. Um, both have... Uh, 
a history of knowing who they're in a relationship with. Um, our matchup to start is Mario <laughs> mm-hmm. of Mario Everything. Yeah. And Tiger Woods of what PGA, game is he Tour, from? PGA Tour uh, Golf. Tiger Woods, I had to, maybe this is a little bit Carter here. I had to be the representative for some of these like sports video games. I don't even know how many of the, these y'all played. I don't think Almost y'all played Almost every Madden. single one of these. You uh, have? Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2006. The menu music is I Like the Way You Move by Outkast. Dude, come on. This is so special. My I'm dad, pretty sure my I had, dad and I I had the PlayStation 1. Like oh, probably, yeah. probably like 98. Tiger oh, Woods 99 maybe. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. Shame yeah, on um, Tiger Shot. Like I remember around yeah. that time in school… We would, if someone was trying to like toss a, you know, wad of paper into the trash bin or something like that, everyone would be like, "Yep." Because <laughs> when you hit a good shot, <laughs> tap like zoom over in on his eyes, like it. it just, yep. yeah, it just lets you know, it just lets you know that you're uh, doing there. Uh, obviously, <laughs> to avoid controversy, and well, just just because this is how it was, Mario ended up winning this matchup. Sure, and Any I would quick say reasons as to why I would say they they both played golf, but I've never seen uh, Tiger Woods party. It's my exact same reasoning. I, mean, I said Mario is proficient at many sports. Tiger is only proficient at one. Plus, Mario has a long history of squashing beef with his enemies to enjoy many games with them. And according to https colon slash slash www.golfdigest.com backslash gallery backslash Tiger Woods enemy list photos, Tiger Woods has many enemies. He, there's enemy list photos? It says enemy list photos. If you click that link, it is a long scroll of Tiger Woods' top like eleven or ten enemies. <laughs> I mean, it's the, literally like Lego Batman scene. Yes, <laughs> the real answer is it's Mario. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's just Mario. Now our next- Tiger Woods isn't going to knock Mario out first <laughs> round for best video game character of all time poll. <laughs> Our next matchup uh, is some pretty hard-hitting ladies here. And we've got Isabel from… It's it's ladies' night in the ring. From Animal Crossing. And Samus. Samus. Samus of Metroid Prime. Um, We had differences here. Doge picked Isabel. I did. Jordan picked Samus. Uh, Jordan, plead your case. Um… I'm honestly shocked that there was a difference here. Uh, Metroid games are one of the most popular games ever made and have literally defined an actual genre named after them of games that have copied their go forward, grab the thing that lets you go back and open the door you passed long ago. Um, Metroid games have inspired so many of the most popular games now, like Souls games, Elden Ring, things like that wouldn't exist without... Metroid and Castlevania to an extent as well. But um, yeah, Samus, on top of that, the first Metroid game playing all the way through, getting to the end credits, and then the finding reveal. out that yep. Samus is a girl was a pretty big cultural moment. So that's huge. Yeah, you had to throw your controller away. You've been playing as a girl the whole you, time. That's yeah, embarrassing. You gotta watch it. So yeah, yeah I, that's, yuck. to me, Samus is, Samus is weirdly one of the most culturally significant video game characters. I would say up against anybody except Isabel. I would agree with you. The reason I picked Isabel, the honestly, the main reason is because I think that Animal Crossing, particularly the, the Switch iteration, uh, in fact, exclusively the Switch iteration, might be one of the most important video games of all time because of how dialed into that game everybody got 
when everything went wrong, when everything was super bad outside in the real world, Animal Crossing provided a space for people to go and feel safe and a space that was had very clear rules that was understandable. At least for me, that's the role it played in my life when it was like, I can't watch the news or look at my phone or do anything. All I can do is go try to sell some turnips because I understand how that works. And that makes sense to me. And this is predictable and it's safe and it's calm. That is the only reason that I'm putting Isabel over Samus because I think that that game will will be regarded as one of the most important. It's not the best video game of all time. Absolutely not even close, but probably one of the most important games of all time to me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I love that argument. This is so fun. I love also that it kind of got, I was feeling things I didn't think I would feel talking through video game character <laughs> matchups. But yeah, I think in terms of the the recency bias of Isabel, like that's certainly something that has a lot of influence. Uh, and it is going to be interesting to see over time if that's just going to be a flash in the pan or something that sure. uh, it, it'll be like a generational moment, which I think is going to be strange to share video game generational type differences. Um, but ultimately, I'm going to go with Samus for the long term uh, and all the influence there and just kind of being educated on this in general. Um, that was a great matchup. That's not <laughs> that's not what I expected. Um, so that means the next round, uh, Mario and Samus will no. be against oh, each other. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, no, it can't no, be. No, Our next matchup That's was, impossible. Uh, <laughs> it's impossible. Um, by the way, I, did I ever mention why we were, <laughs> we're, we're about to do a video game series. <laughs> Don't forget to go vote on that. We just like talking about video like, games. I mean, I'm down. I guess I'm down. <laughs> yeah, we have like a, we have a five week video game series that will start uh, not tomorrow. And to be clear. about JP. To be clear, we're talking about video game Movies. Movies. I was telling my wife we're doing a video game series and she's like, so you're just talking about like games that you've played recently? No, 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 no. no, no. It's like, I mean, we already do that. That's every series, basically. It's true. Our next matchup was Diddy Kong (laughs) and Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero of Mortal Kombat. This was unanimous. Yeah. You both chose Sub-Zero. Talk to me here. Now, Diddy Kong had his own separate video. Diddy Kong Racing Mm -hmm. was kind of the Mario Kart B. It, it was, was a good fun. game, but nobody's cosplaying as Diddy Kong at Comic-Con. Like, Sub-Zero and Mortal Kombat is like a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. This is one of the ones where I defaulted to fight to the death because Diddy Kong, according to the Diddy Kong <laughs> wiki, is a spider monkey. And spider monkeys must have humid, kind of temperate, tropical climates to survive. I am and so Sub-Zero confused by your is, methods for this bracket. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm going with what I feel. Every single one is like, do I feel like this is... Do I feel like this is an argument that makes sense or do I want to have fun with it? And I had fun with this one because Sub-Zero uh, could destroy Diddy Kong's habitat. Amazing. So Sub-Zero Just would freeze Sub-Zero, it up. Yeah, so Sub-Zero is better. <laughs> All right. Our next matchup was another one that y'all were uh, on different ends here. We have Commander Shepard mm. against Bowser. Doge chose Commander Shepard and Jordan chose Bowser. Uh, unpack Commander Shepard a little bit for us here, Doge. Uh, I think from... This is a mass effect, by the way. Certainly. From a, a meta standpoint, I think the influence of Commander Shepard is the increased... Uh, it's it's basically the Bioware uh, kind of choice-based RPG of it all. Mass Effect was absolutely genre-defining in that way. Bioware coming straight off of Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 into Mass Effect uh, and then kind of getting bought by EA and going down the 
drain a little bit. But Mass Effect 1 and 2, at least, I think are really genre-defining. It's some of the most important games of all time, just in terms of pushing the boundaries of what we can do with the medium. And from in-universe, I think that Commander Shepard has uh, both faced and defeated alien threats that are more powerful than Bowser and also successfully negotiated peace uh, and maintained close personal friendships with aliens that are more violent than Bowser is. So I kind of think, I don't know, that's why I went Shepard. Jordan, have you played Mass Effect? No. Because Mass Effect is some of my, those, the first three at least are like Hall of Famers for me. Some of my favorite games ever. Very good. Did you play? He asked if you played. I'd said no. Oh, oh, gotcha. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Jordan, tell me about Bowser. Um, I mean, the easy answer is uh, you didn't have to remind our listeners what game Bowser comes from. And you did feel the need to remind them what game Commander Shepard comes from. Uh, I think that Commander Shepard sort of being a blank slate that the player gets to decide who they are by nature, I mean, kind of makes him less of an iconic character because he is different from for everybody's different playthroughs because it's a choose-your-own-adventure type game. And then on top of that, it's just it's Bowser. Like it's maybe the most iconic villain ever. And I don't think that necessarily wins out every time, but when, when it's Bowser versus somebody who needs a, a refresher of where they come from, it seems clear cut to me. As I, I feel like I've, I've taken a bite. Like I've got this new, um, not necessarily jambalaya type food. I've taken bites. I'm like, oh, this isn't as spicy as I thought it would be. And then like my third bite, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh it's hitting you. Oh, it's in the back That's of your throat now. And now I'm looking for <laughs> seeds because I'm like, interesting. I, I thought, thought I thought I picked them all oh, out. Oh, that's it. That's why there's, okay. So they didn't completely clean the pepper before we put it in here. I enjoy it though. I enjoy it. I'm going to have to go with Bowser here. But again, another great argument. And Doge, your argument, I, I, I am not remiss in acknowledging that your argument was very similar to Jordan's argument for Samus. But I'm trying to go kind of based off of my own gut here um, as we move forward. But again, you guys know your stuff. Uh, Our next match was unanimous. It was Zelda (laughs) against Team Rocket. There's nothing called the legend of Team Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) And have they ever won anything? Are, nobody thinks that nobody thinks that Ash's name is Team Rocket. Are we yeah. agreed and split on every like is every matchup one agree and one split? Because like we're alternating. Yeah. It's for a while, yes. Okay. For quite a while, yes. So Zelda moves on. Our next matchup is Nathan Drake of Uncharted and Toad of Mario. I I, I just want to say of because that was used. I felt like I got used as <laughs> ammunition last time and I'm just here to mediate. Sure. Uh, Jordan chose Nathan Drake. Doge Doge chose Toad. (laughs) Doge chose Toad. Doge chose Toad. That's a ting twaster. It's a ting twaster. Jordan, uh, you start first this time. Doge had the the lead last time. Nathan Um, Drake, why? Nathan Drake feels like he was um, the the first video game icon of a new generation of video game consoles where um, Nintendo, who was previously the king of like iconic video game characters, I would say, um, just kind of across the board, suddenly fell off and were like floundering over in this Wii generation. PlayStation steps up and is like, we're going to start to make this kind of broad, appealing, blockbuster style of games and they go with this Uncharted series starring Nathan Drake. And 
I just feel like the Uncharted series inspired the Tomb Raider reboots and inspired um, more talkative main characters all because of the way that Nathan Drake talks. And on top of that, just a really, really fantastic leading main character who's a lot of fun. So I, I don't know. He he, It felt like I remember playing the demo for Uncharted on the PS3, like the, the 10 minute yeah. or 30 minute little demo thing. And I remember feeling in the demo, like, I think I'm playing something cool. Even yeah. in a demo, like this feels very interesting. Um, so yeah, that was my reasoning. It's kind of Indiana Jonesy, very. You know what I'm saying? But that's the reason Doge, that but. that's the reason that he didn't win out for me. Go check out our merch store for all the new Doge chose Toad merch. <laughs> <laughs> Doge chose Toad. Yeah, Nathan Drake did not win out for me because it is interactive Indiana Jones, which is great. That is like a hundred percent my exact flavor. If you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, you know that interactive Indiana Jones, National Treasure kind of vibe, kind of Tomb Raider, but better, is 100% what I'm into. And I love those games. But also it's Toad. I mean, I think that's a similar argument to why Bowser won, because it's Toad. I mean, I'm not sure. If we go in-universe, the Mario Wiki lists superhuman strength, superhuman speed, pyrokinesis, cryokinesis... (laughs) And cart driving as Toad's unique abilities. Why did that get listed last? Usually the last thing is like the most impressive, right? That is the most impressive. How does he reach the pedals? He does not have legs. He just has feet connected to a butt. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I guess for some reason Toad does not strike me as iconic as Mario, Bowser, Peach. Like, See, I feel like like you have Mario. I feel like if we compare it to the Mickey Mouse friends, we have like Mickey— and then every, like, Goofy, Donald, Daisy, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, like, everybody's kind of just level after that. I feel like it's Mario, and then everybody's equally as popular after oh, that, I to me, not, in my mind. I do not think of it that way, but Ooh, I hear you. Yeah, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But for now, Toad moves on. Toad moves past Nathan. Doge chose Toad. So did Carter. Our next matchup was unanimous. It was Kirby. Yeah, it's definitely Kirby. Against, again... When we were talking about icons, though, Leon Kennedy could be up there of, of of Resident Evil. I think wasn't that one of the? I mean, was that a Resident Evil is essentially like zombie vibes? Yeah, mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. played any of them because I get yeah. way too scared of immersive <laughs> games like that. Yeah, Leon Kennedy is definitely iconic, but not more iconic, I would say, than Kirby. Yeah. Well, there you go. There hasn't been many movies made about Kirby, but there have been some made about Leon. That's true. I mean, I mean, there's a Raccoon City. At least I know, I'm showing you I don't know much about scary games because I don't play them. Kirby moves on. Next we have, is it pronounced Rayman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because in my mind, we'll get there. Um, Do you think it was Rayman? Rayman? We've got Mains, Mans against Mans. Yeah. Rayman against Pac-Man. It was unanimous once again. Of course Okay, obviously. You both picked Pac-Man. Would y'all have been surprised if someone picked Rayman? Yeah. Did y'all yes. play Rayman? Yes. No. Yeah, Ray- Wait, Rayman is Jordan, fun. You did. Yeah, Rayman is fun. Wait. It's Pac-Man. He, he kept showing up on some of these lists of like, especially some of the underrated video game characters. Was it because he didn't have too many video games? No, I think that there are people that just got really attached. The games are fine. It, it's yeah. not. It's not special to me, but it's yeah. fine. It's because he's. It's it's a third party studio trying to make uh, an icon like that. 
Like I feel like most of these like Mario Sonic yeah. level icons. I mean, Sonic was third party and then bought by Nintendo, but most well, of these like Sonic wasn't. I mean, Sega. Sega was Sega. Sure. Sure. Sega. But then Nintendo purchased the rights to that and had exclusive licensing for Sonic for a little while. Uh and so like in my mind, I still think of him as first party. But like a lot of these these icons are not created by third party studios, at least right. in that realm. We've got like Street Fighter stuff and like you know, yeah. Resident Evil stuff, but yeah. Trying to trying to compete against Mario and Sonic, if you're not published by Nintendo, you're not going to be uh, like iconic like them. Nah, yep. I mean you heard it here first. Not everybody loves Rayman. I was looking at this. <laughs> I was, and was just thinking like I was waiting for one of those. Yeah. Uh, yep. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> he's eating all the he's eating all the balls. All the ghosts. I don't know. I don't know. What this little this little this little yellow guy <clears throat> keeps eating all, keeps eating all my ghosts. Deborah the ghost. Oh no. How am I supposed to do this without my mom? Uh, this ne- little this little yellow guy took the human baby. Now we can't get him back to the people that hey, he that was really good. is from. The beginning of that sentence was very good. This little yellow guy took the human baby. Yep. Yep. Stick right there. Diego. Yeah. Sid. There he is. And then Johnny, Johnny, Everybody, Johnny Legs does that lateral lisp. Everybody that loves lisp, me. He's like, hey guys. Everybody hey love everybody okay. loves me, Raven. i I wish I could see the next matchup in real life. I know it was Sonic of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> fame, and of the fast food place, and Odd Job. Yeah, of Goldeneye. Odd Job was a tilt. One of the first tilting characters I can ever remember in my life. Y'all played Goldeneye? Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. So when you're doing the multiplayer. Our job was like four foot ten, mm-hmm. and all you had to do was get right up close to him. <laughs> if you're odd job, though, people are like the whoosh, like if you don't have a weapon and you're Chops trying to only baby, you just miss him, and he gets to throw his hat, his hat. once. I I mean I think we needed to at least have sure odd job having of some golden having some golden eye representation is a great idea. But sometimes but he, you he gotta lost. just let a sweep be a sweep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> yep. He lost terribly, Sonic. Moves on. Our next matchup was another unanimous. Yeah. We had Crash Bandicoot against Cloud. Cloud Strife. Yeah. So um, why not Crash? I think Crash is is kind of like a underground fave. Sure. I think it was it, for a while. Like if you'd asked this 25 years ago, like we, we might have had more of an inclination to choose Crash. But I think that the the... IP ball has been dropped a little bit with Crash. We just are not doing Crash stuff anymore. Mm. And I think even at its peak, it was not as big as like Spyro, who would I would consider to be a competitor against Crash in that realm. Yeah. And the, Sp- the Spyro IP has lived a little longer than Crash has. I to think me. even at their peaks, Spyro was bigger than Crash. I agree. At least in my circles. But honestly, part of it was uh, I was convinced that Naughty Dog's true icon was already going to have gone through. So I was like, I don't, we don't need Crash Bandicoot here. <laughs> but then the other part of it is like, man, honestly, I just feel like Cloud Cloud is still culturally relevant in some ways. I mean, they yeah. just remade Final Fantasy VII like last year. And so, um, I don't know, just made sense to me. Yeah. I'm changing my answer for the next one, Carter, by the way. You're changing it. I've changed. I've changed my mind. So it now becomes. <clears throat> I'm losing my. I'm losing my throat here. It's delirious. Well, spring delirium, living up to its name. The next matchup now is unanimous. Before you were on different ends. Yeah. We had. Is it Glados? Glados or Glados? Glados. How do you pronounce it? Glados. Glados of Portal. Yeah. 
against Ryu of Street Fighter. Doge had Ryu, which had yeah. you move to and then now have GLaDOS win. It was one of those instances where I defaulted to a battle to the death. Uh and I don't I don't know that I think GLaDOS could could hang in that arena. But yeah. just as I'm thinking, the the shape of our conversation is is taking a much less fun, a much more serious <laughs> route than I anticipated. Uh and so I think like just from a significant standpoint. Uh, you know, nobody thinks of the funny Street Fighter lines that say the cake is a lie, but everybody loves the cake is a lie from Portal. So there you go. Jordan, just a retweet there. Yeah, I I mean, I just think that it's a sweep, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Even I'm still, I'm still hung up on the fact that sweep. I'm still hung up on apparently this conversation isn't fun enough for Doge. No, yeah. I'm not saying it's not You're fun. Zing, it's zing, not silly. Zing. Oh, so were we supposed to be like Crash, Band- Crash Bandicoot would uh, would eat a it- would eat a fruit all over Cloud Strife? Yes, I want. <laughs> I thought I thought we were going to be like Crash Bandicoot would sneak up behind Cloud and pull his pants down, even though we specifically said we weren't doing fight to the death. <laughs> he wouldn't die. He would just be embarrassed and go home. <laughs> Of our five matchups left, two of these were unanimous. I'm going to knock those out first, okay. and then we're going to get to our final three in which you each will have to vouch for your champion. Mm-hmm. The Joel of The Last of Us and Bo Jackson of Tech. Yeah, <laughs> even Bo knows he lost that one. <laughs> Joel wins that matchup. And then we also had the matchup of Gordon Freeman of Half-Life, which I just felt like I needed to include that. Half-Life yeah. felt like it came and went. But Gordon Freeman kept showing up as one of these important characters. Speaking of IP game. ball drops. Yeah. And he was against Pikachu. Yeah. Of Pokemon. There was no Pikachu, hope. There was no hope. For Pikachu beats Gordon, Gordon Freeman, who uh, is basically Morgan Freeman. Uh, our next matchup, we have Dr. Robotnik against Kratos. Kratos of God of War. Dr. Robotnik, the villain of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Jordan said Dr. Robotnik. He did. Doge said Kratos. Talk to me. Talk to me. Let's start with Doge. Why Kratos? In our world, the, in the meta world, not the metaverse, the meta world, our world, the real one, uh, I think that the, the narrative achievements of the most recent God of War uh, and, and the way that we can sort of reinvent a franchise that was... Uh, you know, well-received, but probably well-received in a different sort of arena according to a different metric than the most recent one. Uh, The way that can be reinvented uh, and even the care taken to the way that we kind of carefully dissect and surgically remove bits and pieces of Norse mythology to tell our story in God of War PS4. Uh, Plus, graphically, the way we're able to push that console to do things that I've yet to see really even replicated on current-gen stuff. Uh, I just think the narrative achievement of God of War uh, and the strength of Kratos as a character pushes him over the sort of one-note Dr. Robotnik in-universe. I don't think that Dr. Eggman is capable of love, and I know that Kratos is, so. Mm, Dang. Jordan? Um, Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the 2018 God of War? Yeah, I think so. 2018 God of War is, like, very good. Um, I I, don't, I probably wouldn't go all the way up to Masterpiece, but I would certainly tiptoe quite close to that line. It's a very good game. I have no problem saying um, it's a Masterpiece. 
probably uh, honestly one of the best games of that generation, like a top top three game of that generation for me. Yeah, it's it's very very good. Um, really, what this boiled down to for me was that Kratos has 15 years of like South Park style heat behind him, and then finally decided <laughs> yeah, to turn around true. and be like, "I'm serious <laughs> now," which I like. I, I like. Yeah. I like that God of War is a game that looks itself in the eye and says, "Let's let's intentionally change Grow what up. we used to be." But Grow up. the old God of War yeah. games are pretty problematic, and Doctor Robotnik yes. has never had a sex based mini game in any of his games. <laughs> um, plus, uh, we didn't hear about the new. The new one coming out. There's a there's a distinct Robotnik heat right now, um, and so with with Jimothy Carey and such, and so um, yeah, I just felt it felt right to me. Man, it feels right. It feels right, but I can't let the I can't let the shaming <laughs> of the mini games throw me off. And I'm like, well, now do I have to? Hey, and that, that wasn't. I, it. I'm genuinely happy with either I of these signing answers. up to this Kratos. <laughs> We're gonna have Kratos. Jordan, Jordan is saying on. that if we let Kratos move on, that he's he's gonna tell people that <laughs> y'all nasty mini game. That mini game is our favorite. Was game their idea? Oh yeah. no, it's, dude. Carter's lock screen is that one sex mini game from God of War. Did you guys hear about that? <laughs> it came. I don't even know. I don't sex. know. It's called Wii Sports. Yeah, I'm talking about Wii um, Sports. It's a video game bracket. Um, we have two matchups left. Our next one is. Chun Li of Street Fighter against Desmond Miles of Assassin's Creed. The reason I chose Desmond was because he is the surrogate for, I think, the first five Assassin games. Yeah. And so I wanted to have like a recurring, and so I guess it kind of encompasses more of just the, that one video game and more of the series. So, uh, Jordan, tell me why Desmond Miles for you. Yeah, um, I mean, Assassin's Creed is talking about speaking of phenomenons. Um, Assassin's Creed definitely was that, and since Desmond encompasses Ezio, which is the best character from Assassin's Creed, that was kind of why he got my vote. Um, See, that's why I don't want to interrupt you. I don't want to cut you off. That's why I did not choose him because I think Desmond was the wrong person to choose. I would, if it was Ezio, I would have said Ezio absolutely, but Desmond himself as a character. Is is nothing to me because they dropped the ball on on finishing his story for sure. Me. But Ch- Chun Li is even more nothing to me than Desmond could ever. I have n- literally Certainly. no emotional. But I've also connection. never seen somebody dressed up as Desmond. Yeah. Nobody dresses up as Desmond jeans. at Comic Con. Exactly. I dress up as Desmond most days. Then, yeah. if hoodie and jeans is a Desmond costume, yeah. If we want to use video game jargon or metaphors. Desmond was kind of my game shark. I was trying to cheat a little bit mm. and have him be whoever you wanted him to be because ultimately that's what he was. Because you didn't want Ezio and Altair to take up two slots. Yes. Yeah. And so what ended up happening here is I'm going to go with Desmond uh, for that reason. Now, the next matchup, we'll talk about all of these matchups just briefly before we wrap up our episode. And of course, we still have one more to finish this half of the bracket but he will be playing Desmond against Joel. Yeah, in my opinion, in, it kind of doesn't matchup. matter who's going through from this bracket. So, yeah. Our final matchup is a wild one. Solid Snake <laughs> of Metal Gear uh-huh. against Banjo Kazooie. Yes. Doge, why Banjo Kazooie? Fight to the Death is tougher than you would expect. I think Fight to the Death is a lot more even. Uh, both have. Excellent range capabilities. Both have excellent aerial capabilities. Snake has a box. Banjo has Kazooie. Pretty even on both sides. But I think for me, I'm going Banjo-Kazooie because I can pick it up and understand it. I have tried to understand 
Metal Gear. I'm a smart guy. Love lore. Love digging into stuff. It is inscrutable. Completely. Ins- you heard it here first. It doesn't, it's, it's inscrutable. I think that, I think that the games themselves are probably great. Cannot get into them. Jordan, I want to address. Talk about Snake. I want to address the fight to the death conversation first, I guess, because I just don't think you have seen anything from the Metal Gear games. And I think Banjo-Kazooie would get nuked from orbit. <laughs> sure. But, but, but is Solid Snake himself that nuke? I mean, no, but he, I mean, is okay. he the bullet from a gun he shoots either? I mean, it's, it's about their capabilities, I think. Um, but beyond that, Metal Gear, yeah, it's inscrutable. It's wild. And I think even diehard fans of Metal Gear would probably tell you they barely understand what is going on at any given point. I know. But Adam I, is not on this call right now, but Adam's a Metal Gear boy. Yeah. And if Adam was on this call, he would have smoke coming out of his ears like like a cartoon man. Yeah, the, the Metal Gear games are not my particular cup of tea. I don't really care for them. But Snake as a character is long enduring and hugely popular um, for all kinds of reasons, whether it's voice actor or just like iconic Hollywood-esque moments in the video games or the little exclamation point above the head. Um, So it was kind of those reasons that I went with Snake because it's not Banjo-Kazooie the game versus Metal Gear Solid the game. It's Solid Snake versus Banjo and Kazooie in the backpack. In this sense, I'm going to have to go with Snake. Yeah, but I think that that's a lot of fun. As much as I think tracks. Banjo beating Solid Snake would be hilarious. <laughs> I, I think. Go I think likely you'd have to Snake. climb out of the crater. <laughs> that's insane. You can't actually think that. It's like a bit for the show. <laughs> you can't tell me what I can and can't think. Well, I'm just trying to figure to out if it's a bit. I'm not actually rapping. <laughs> um, to wrap this up, we've done this half of the bracket. Now we're not going to see these next matchups with the champions that we have here until a couple of weeks from now. So I would recommend if, if you're a mini Monday skipper, which, okay. Why would you do that? Uh, stay on board because for the next five and six weeks, we'll be going through this entire bracket. But moving on to the round of 32, the matchups will be Mario against Samus, Sub-Zero against Bowser, <laughs> Zelda against Toad, Kirby against Pac-Man, Sonic against Cloud, GLaDOS against Kratos. <laughs> Didn't mean it's very good. Joel against Desmond and Solid Snake against Pikachu. Spring Delirium. <laughs> other half of the bracket next week. If you feel like, fun. oh, where's, where, where's, they're probably all on the other side of that bracket. We're going to have some fun there. We even have a champion from Tetris. You'll see. To end this episode, I would love for you to give me your name and then tell me which of these first matchups would you? Uh, which of these characters would you most like having you cook a meal? Wait, or having cook a meal for you? Sorry, they are cooking you a meal. Mm. Who do you want home cooking from of this first half of the bracket? I'm Carter, and I'm gonna say Pikachu. Yeah. While I understand it would probably be super healthy for me because I think Pikachu is probably just doing some foraging vibes. Yeah. I don't know Pika to be a carnivore. I do have a fun idea, like a fun thought of perhaps some roasted veggies from lightning. From his like tail. From, from his tail. And I just wonder what that, I feel like it's it kind of like an air good. fryer, right? 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to, I mean, think, I'm trying to think. It's, 
I'm Doge. And I choose Sonic because I love sucking on a chili dog. And I know Sonic where, loves where specifically sucking on a chili dog from Sonic. And we go to Sonic with Sonic. And together we suck on a chili dog. I know you're trying to get me to say the lyric, but I'm, ser- I'm serious. I am. We go to Sonic and they say, who's that with you? And I say, it's Sonic. And they say, no way. Here's free chili dogs for you to be sucking on. I don't like it anymore. You've said sucking on too many times. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm Jordan, and uh, the funniest possible answer is Pac-Man because he eats all the time and probably knows good food. But my answer is mm. Toad because I'm fairly certain he has been a chef at some point. I or think another. so. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's got. I mean, the, certainly the in white certainly in the new Mario Party, you've got the steak that you flip in the cast iron skillet. Yeah. So. so he's got to know what's up. It's got to be Toad. It's one of my favorite ones. Got to be Toad. Toast toast toad. Jordan toast toad. Toast toast toad. Toast toast toad. Toast toast toast. Talking about itty bitty podcasts. A podcast. Oh, that was terrifying. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.